Starting out in 2013 in a small room with just one cage, my next guest was on a mission to care for and protect hedgehogs that are sick, orphaned and injured with the hopes of returning them to the wild. And after a lot of hard work, the centre is going from strength to strength and they have most recently picked up a hedgehog from the Drada area that was so badly injured, uh, his spines were actually cut to the bone in one of the worst injuries the centre has witnessed. With this in mind, they are appealing to the public to take care when maintaining hedgerows and other areas that hedgehogs might be still hibernating in. Joining me now to tell us more is Yvonne McCann. She's founder of Hedgehog Rescue in Dublin and she's on the line. How are we doing, Yvonne? Hi, Sinead. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Firstly, tell us, how is the little guy, John Boy, that you've christened him? Uh, you picked him up from Drada. How is he doing? I saw the, the images of his injuries. My God, he was in bad shape. Yeah, unfortunately, very uh, quite common injury, um, Sinead, but he's definitely the worst case we've ever, ever seen. Um so, as you said there, hedgehogs um, live in hedgerows, obviously, and they're just coming out of hibernation at the moment. So we're just pleading with members of the public to to just realise that that the hedgerow is a really important habitat for our hedgehogs in Ireland. Um, and as I said, they're just coming out of hibernation. They might be a little bit slow, still a little bit sleepy, so they mightn't be, their reflexes mightn't be quite as good as they would be at other times of year. So we're just asking people to be very mindful at the moment. And this guy, so he he really the this was you reckon it was a strimmer or something maybe that damaged him in yeah, such in such a way. He, he was actually found beside a road, um, where the the council are actually cutting hedges at the moment. Um, I don't your your listeners are probably very aware in that area. Um, personally, I've been driving up and down to the New Wildlife Hospital in Navan there for the last few weeks and have just been dismayed by the amount of hedge cutting that's going on. Mm. Um, and the level of hedge cutting that they're taking it right down to within a couple of a couple of feet off the ground, and we're nothing can use those hedgerows this year. Like, like they are doing it at the right time of year. The the embargo doesn't come in until the first of March. You know, they are trying to extend that. Unfortunately, this year, um, so they are doing it. It, it is legal to cut yeah. hedgerows at the moment, but they are completely decimating them at the moment. So nothing is going to be able to use those hedgerows this year. Not hedgehogs. Not mammals. Not birds not your butterflies, nothing. So so that's a waste ground now for for um, for all sorts of species. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, especially this time of the year when, you know, we kind of want to see spring sprouting and yeah. things like that. I can't understand why it's why it's going on so much. But yeah. what do you do first in this situation when you have a hedgehog? You know, as you mentioned, the, the spines are, are cut right down to the bones. Very serious injury that he has. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure you have to make a difficult decision in that situation as well. Absolutely, absolutely. You always have to weigh up you know, the welfare of the animal and, you know, it, it, it is something that we take very seriously if if the animal is deemed to be, you know, unreleasable at the end of the day and he's in that much pain, obviously euthanasia would be the most humane thing to do. But we have a fantastic veterinary hospital in Shenick Veterinary Centre in Balbriggan and a fantastic vet, Martha, um, amazing woman. And we had a good chat with her and she said, look, it's bad, but we can keep him pain free. Um, or as minimum pain as possible for the time it's going to take to heal. Um, so what we done was we gassed him down. Now, his whole back, you've seen the picture, mm. is completely destroyed. And the pictures don't even do it justice, to be honest. He's he's in a, a very, very bad way. Um, the spikes where, where the strimmer caught him, took all of the spikes off his back and obviously left him with that horrendous wound, which was massively infected. So... Um, he should do okay, the vet thinks, with um, with a lot of antibiotics, a lot of pain relief and support and fluid therapy. Um, but it's going to be a long, long road. You know, it's going to be six months for that animal before he can go back to the wild. 
and this is what you do. This is what you're passionate about. Tell me about the journey of this, Yvonne, because you've been on a heck of a journey with this rescue centre. You started yeah. up in, in 2013. How did it all come about? It, I, you know, I don't know, Sinead, to be <laughs> honest. I, I had a full-time job in Dublin Zoo at the time and um, somebody just landed me with these four baby hedgehogs and I was like, what am I going to do with these? Like, um, I said, sure, look, I'll give it a go and see what happens. Never intending for it to ever become anything, you know. I was in a, a well-paid job, a good pensionable job, as my mother would say. Mm. And um, I said, sure, can't give this up. But but then, as the years went on in the zoo, I just became more and more uh, disheartened with the whole zoo thing. And just, it wasn't fulfilling me mm. at all at the end. So I just, I, I made a decision that I was going to either stay in the zoo forever or I was going to try and set up a rehabilitation centre which is where my passion lies and ultimately get these animals back to the wild where they belong you know and that's where this comes from and uh, is it just hedgehogs that you help specifically or do you help other uh, little creatures as well for hedgehog rescue Dublin mm. but obviously you know if we get a call about a fox or a badger or a bird of prey or whatever obviously we'll take them in but you know, your, your your listeners there will be very aware um, in your own local community now we have the amazing wildlife hospital yes. set up by Wildlife Rehabilitation Ireland. So so we're going to uh, hopefully, we, we see ourselves uh, like being affiliated with them. So when cases come in that are just a bit out of our remit, say we can send the cases up to Dan Donoghue up there, the, the, the wildlife manager who does amazing work. So uh, it's fantastic to have that facility right on our own doorstep. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah, because it's going to make a huge difference. It's going to yeah. alleviate an awful lot of pressure from you, isn't it? Not just from me, from from rehabilitators mm. all over the country. You know, there's about 10 or 15 people working like myself, just small little organisations, just trying to do our bit. But we get so overwhelmed every year, Sinead, with just the, the, the sheer number of casualties that are presented to us on a daily basis, particularly during the summer months. You know, we, we're always forced to close around... July, which is a busy time mm. of year with garden injuries and slug pellet poisoning and rat poison cases, you know, and it's always heartbreaking to close our doors. But to have the hospital there now, a 40 minute spin up the, the M1 is just phenomenal, brilliant. So, you know, in terms of hedgehogs, then what what can we be doing then? You know, you mentioned a couple of things there, like the slug pellets that, you know, we are going to be getting back into the gardens again and maintaining yeah. and all of that. How can we maintain the garden safely and look after for the likes of the hedgehogs and wildlife yeah. that are living there? OK, that, so that's a very common question, you know, like it, like we're all into this rewilding now and leaving areas of your garden natural. Well, people, you know, and you can't get away from that. People like the garden and mm. they should be allowed to garden, you know, it's a very healthy pastime and you know, particularly older people, you know, very, um, very healthy pastime. So like, we're not trying to discourage gardening. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there are so many ways, you know, that you can just tiny little things you can do in your garden that just makes it safer for, for the hedgehogs. And, you know, whilst you still get on with your, your hobby. So we're just pleading with people, don't use slug pellets. Slug pellets are a huge, uh, have a huge impact on, um, on our hedgehogs. So what happens is the slugs and snails eat the slug pellets. And then uh, the the chemical in that is metaldehyde. And once the hedgehog ingests the dead slugs and snails, that gets into the hedgehog and sure, they're a goner then. And then they might as well be ingesting the pellets. They don't actually eat the pellets themselves, but they eat the slugs and snails that have eaten the pellets. So, um, and there's no coming back from that, to be honest. You can do everything under the sun and we've tried, but um, that, is, that is a death sentence for them. And then rat poison is another one. So if you put down rat poison and you get a very hungry hedgehog, particularly at this time of year when they're coming out of hibernation and they're starving, and they might have a nibble on that. And again, horrendous. So these animals come in 
hemorrhaging from every orifice in the body and again it's just a horrendous death so we generally uh, just zip down to our vests and get them put to sleep as well. And, and, and swimmers of course. Yes know. that's the other one yes yeah, that we, we, we've seen that first hand with little John boy there yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's a big one now I, I don't think that was a member of the public that done that but I, I, it, that is a huge one so you know you can buy a swimmer up in Woody's or being here or whatever for, for near, near to nothing and you know people are just kind of obsessed with maintaining this um, Perfect hedgerows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, so like, like that's where the hedgehog lives. You know, it, yes, they're nocturnal. You mightn't see them, but they're there. I promise you, they're there. We have a very healthy population of hedgehogs in Ireland. They're there under the hedgerows. If you live anyway rural or even in housing estates, I live in a very built-up area, and there's hedgehogs everywhere. That was you know, my so. next question. I was going to say, surely be to God, they're not in the urban areas, but they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like, funnily enough, in the last census, the only place they weren't uh, counted was in North Mayo for some reason. Okay. Um, you know, nothing against people in North Mayo. I'm sure it's a lovely place, but hedgehogs don't like it for some reason. <laughs> okay. So yeah, and obviously the cities, they wouldn't, the habitat wouldn't be there in the cities. But I, I live in a, quite a built-up area here, and they're 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 always out and about. Okay. They're amazing, very adaptive little animals. You know, they don't need that much. If you left just even a corner of your garden, you know, instead of raking all them leaves up, putting them in the brown bin, just throw them into a, a corner of your garden. And then as all that organic material breaks down it, and it heats up, it's encouraging all the, the insects and the earthworms to come to the surface. And, you know, your little hedgehogs would be only delighted to come in there and feed and have their babies and hibernate. They don't ask for much. You know, they're not like other mammals like foxes and badgers and you know deer and all that kind of stuff the little hedgehog is as harmless as anything they just they want to help you to be honest because if they're digging up your soil in your garden and pooing and weeing you know they're just adding nutrients to your soil so they're, they're cracking little animals to have in your garden and uh, yeah don't be fooled you know by the spines I know they, they mm. roll up in defence for that but they are absolutely yeah. adorable judging by some of the pictures on, on your page actually you've mentioned foxes I just have a quick question maybe here for you I don't know if you maybe can answer this but um, this just coming in on 086 1800 uh, this person is um, working near the entrance of Phoenix Park and there's a lot of foxes uh, are seen of late are they dangerous they look very thin says this message yeah, they're probably very thin with just that, you know, the cold weather and stuff that mm. we're having. You know, it's harder for them. And we found with the foxes, particularly in um, in urban areas this year with the lockdown, um, that there was a lot of, there's a lot of foxes very, very going around very hungry because the, particularly in the city, they used to feed out of bins and yeah. left over from restaurants and stuff. And they don't have that now. So they're probably been forced up. The, the ones from the city are probably been forced up into the park. Um, and that's maybe what you're seeing. But they're not, they're not too, are they dangerous? Well, you wouldn't maybe go near them, but if you let them be like... Like, like any wild animal. Mm. I used, when I worked in the park, you'd see people coming in, feeding the deer and everything, you know, completely ridiculous. You know, yeah. they're wild animals and respect them as such. You know, if if in doubt, if you think the animal is ill, sometimes foxes can become quite not tame, but they can become less wild, let's say, if, if they're unwell. So if, if that caller was worried about them, I'd certainly encourage them to get on to either ring ourselves or get on to the the wildlife hospital there in Navin. And they'd tell you what to do, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of, say, the, the hedgehog, say if we find a hedgehog that uh, might be in need of help, what should we do first? Like, is there a particular way of, like, handling them or would you advise that? Yeah, well, obviously, with their size, they're fairly conducive to to, to handling, you know, and they they are quite quick, but you'll find, Sinead, if, if a hedgehog is sick, it's just sitting there okay. and not moving. Like, I had a call this morning from a woman 
in Wexford who there's a hedgehog literally sitting in the middle of her lawn for four days and hasn't moved I'm like okay that animal needs help mm. um, so I just said to her look just get yourself a towel put some gloves on if you want uh, just a towel pop, a, over, pop the towel over the animal um, a, a healthy hedgehog will hiss and curl straight into a ball but once you have a towel over it the spikes aren't going to do you much damage you know and then we just ask people then to put it into a high sided box keep it nice and quiet don't let children near it you know sometimes they can carry ringworm and stuff so you know, and obviously it's a wild animal, you don't yeah. stress it out. So, um, you know, don't interfere with it too much. Just give us a call and we'll send a volunteer down to collect it. That's no problem, like, you know. And then, obviously, a lot of people think, oh, I've had this for years, you know, you're taking it away out of my garden. We're taking it away out of your garden to help it. And then yeah. we're going to give you a call and the animal's going to go back to your garden. Yes. So, you know. So, and that's what it's all about. It's all about making them, you know, feel... Yeah safe and rehabilitated and all of that um, yeah. now as always you know like most charities you are on the lookout for generous donations to keep your service going how can we support you we, we, we always are Sinead now just I have to just thank our, our Facebook followers they're, they're just a phenomenal group of people I think there's about 18,000 of them there on the page now and as soon as we set up in 2013 um, there's just there's never been a time where they wouldn't help just a fantastic group of people I don't know people always say to me in rehab where did you get your Facebook followers I said I don't know they just came and just they're always there whether we need a tin of cat food or a vet bill paid or whatever you know there's just so many generous people out there and particularly even with the lockdown you know I find like people are just so willing especially like Irish people we're just always so willing to give and you know it's phenomenal little animals hedgehogs and you know if we can just you know give them a hand wherever we can I think everybody is just on the same page about that but just a massive amount of support we do have um, a a new website there as well Hedgehog Rescue Dublin people can go on to that you can go on to the Facebook page there's a a little tag you can just call me and it'll get you straight through to this number Um, yeah so there's plenty of ways people can help We're, we're not recruiting volunteers at the moment obviously with the lockdown but you know come the summer we hope to again um, get back to, to getting volunteers Yeah and you know it, it's just as you're talking there and you're talking all about the, the hedgehog's habitat it's a fantastic maybe little um, activity for people who might be at home with children to maybe dedicate a little portion of the garden to the hedgehog and learn a little bit more about them and again as you mentioned your website and the Facebook page they'll get tons of information about hedgehogs Absolutely. and everything else there yeah. um, I know you're studying at the moment as well uh, so best to look with the studies and with the Thank centre you. and everything else Thank you so much for joining me on the show today You're very good Sinead Thanks so much Thank you to everybody You're very good Thanks a million, Yvonne McCann there. If you want to help or support or keep up to date on what she's doing, hedgehogrescuedublin.com and you can find them on Facebook as well. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in in a few minutes. Instacart for the win.